E A G L E S Eagles. You started ill. Who cares? Eagles. You could do all that when they win it all. Eagles. Been here five other times. You know what, Puff? I'm just real. It's realistic. Jeez. When they win it, I'll Jeez. I'll give you your props for that. So then, moving right along. She's such a sensitive person, you know. She only lets any one team disappoint her so many number of times before she kicks into the curb. That's common sense, okay? I'm not going to keep going through these up and down emotional wars. The Eagles have landed. <laughs> yeah, they ain't land on their head yet. They will be meeting up with Arizona, which should be a pretty darn good game next week. So, you know, we'll see. Fate seems to be on uh, the Eagles' side right now. But I think Arizona is pretty thirsty, too. It's pretty amazing because I thought we were done. Like, a couple weeks ago, like, my understanding you know, They got of Kurt Warner, former MVP of Super Bowl team. So, um, a little experience there. But, see, my, my, my whole understanding of how like the playoffs work and how people get eliminated is a little sketchy so when somebody kind of explains to me all right sip um you know the eagles are done if they lose this game they're done it's always a one and done in football right but when i saw when when i heard a couple weeks ago i think you told me that or someone told me that yeah they were they were fit they only got in because of of other other, people's losses but i didn't understand that there was all this connectivity between other people losing that would then mm. still give them a chance and honestly blah, nobody blah, blah. even thought the chance would even they didn't even mention it because it was just like such a long sister a very long shot they needed yeah. like three teams to lose and certain teams to win and it all actually worked out so y'all so, i'm hey. really not the biggest football fan but y'all i went out and bought an eagle t-shirt yesterday bandwagon yes, I did. bandwagon <laughs> i told Puff, I said you need to have some green on. Man, hell no. Only green she got is in her hand and in her lungs. <laughs> That's right. Them trees. We drinking Heineken. Heineken hold the green bottle. And so anyway, today is Sunday, January eleventh. Yeah. It is four thirty nine PM. Uh huh. Post Eagle time. And we just finished watching the game. We um, are chilling. The king is with his being a traitor. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I mean, just think back to when you were. No, yeah, no. So he's home because there's people there. Some people he can play with, his and cousins. my, co- you know, my nephew and niece and them are there. So it's excitement for him. Oh yeah, he's having a ball. But the party ends tomorrow. He ain't thinking about me and Puff. Not at all. We probably get a high when we, you know, drop past to just do a couple of things. It's like, hi, and like, hurry up and get out, Mom. <laughs> like, okay, give me all this extra fake love, fake hugs. Like, okay, I love you. I got a fake hug yesterday. Oh, my, he is so fake. <laughs> no, he loves you. Yeah, I know he loves me, but he be just doing it to get me out the way. <laughs> so, anyway, um, so Puff and I have been chilling. Pretty much all weekend here yeah. um, at my spot. And um, so it's been nice. You know, this has been a part of our transition back into the work situation. Yeah. And with 
in honor of the Eagles, we cooked some really, really good barbecue chicken wings. Oh my gosh. Phenomenal. I don't know about that in honor of the Eagles, but shit. <laughs> you know, we had to eat, you know, so we decided to cook some barbecue uh, wing dings and some, yeah, some chips, some chips and dips and uh, some fries and oh, but shit, I shouldn't be eating but pizza bites and <laughs> all kind of little finger food. Not a for vegetable in sight, y'all. We're gonna I get am. down on one tomorrow, have a good old salad or something. <laughs> for sure. But so yeah, it's been cool, and we just um, decided to jump on and do a podcast um, before we, you know, kind of do other things this evening to be grown and sexy. Mm-hmm. Holla. Anyway, um, so hope all of y'all are doing well. Last week was a rough week in terms of transitions back into work. Man, like it wasn't you just me, and tell you me. Puff. Like your coworkers, right? We're going through it too, and mm-hmm. not having a smooth transition. My friends on Facebook were all given like ridiculous, like "Oh my gosh, when is this week going to be over?" comments. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty rough. Long. My coworkers tiring. were like, "Oh." I'm so tired. I just want to go home. So I don't know if it's something in the the air or what. <laughs> I don't know, but it was good when Friday came. Oh, yeah. So anyway, um, I would be remiss. We would be remiss if we did not at least mention the wonderful talk cast. And that's I'm, what I'm calling it. Yeah. On um, Saturday that we did with Cloud Walker and Old School. Did you talk about this in your solo podcast? Yeah, I, gave, I just gave him some accolades. I couldn't help it, but it's never enough because that was just... Yeah, so let me just... I guess we sh- we'll fill y'all in. Um, on Saturday, Puff and I and Cloud Walker planned a live broadcast that would be taped through our talk shoe program and then we would be able to upload it as a regular episode of our show the only difference is is that instead of sitting and you know talking into a mic and then having to upload the file ourselves that this actually records it while we're talking on in like a conference call type of format so we would not have to be in the same place we could call into a number be given a pin and then we will be able to talk with one another for whatever period of time and then it would be, be saved as an episode so we're still hoping that that's going to take place but so far that episode is not yet available for download so I've we're, we're doing some administrative things to hopefully fix that emailing talk shoe and <laughs> yeah. keeping our fingers crossed it was incredible um, it was Cloud Walker interviewing us. We called it a special edition, Inquiring Minds. And it was Cloud Walker um, interviewing Puff and I just on whatever she wanted to ask us. So a lot of them were about things that we had shared in previous podcasts. Cloud Walker, as y'all know, is a friend of Puff's that um, also works with her. And, so, and a friend of mine as well. And so she asked us really, really great questions. Yeah, they great, were really great, good great questions. questions. So at one point in the podcast, um, I heard another voice. Yeah, and it was at a point where I kind of felt like I was being ganged up on <laughs> by Cloud Walker and Sip because people, you know, I've all I've been saying since you know we've been mentioning Cloud Walker on, on the podcast that yes. her and Sip, uh, you know, have a lot of characteristics alike, and they you know do little things and say little things. 
got a way that they kind of are similar. So I felt like at this particular point in the podcast or the, the conference call, they was ganging up on me. And I was just like, well, y'all ain't going to be ganging up on me. And then, like, out of nowhere, we hear a voice say, I got your back, dog. And I, I heard it, but <laughs> I think I heard it. I'm, like, looking around because we was, we, you know, we had Sip's house, but we were in separate rooms. I set up shop in the bathroom, <laughs> and she was in the bedroom, so I wouldn't get, like, the feedback of me hearing her live. Right, and I'm right. sitting in the bathroom, and I'm on my cell phone. And, you know, it's been times I've been on my cell phone, and have intercepted someone else's call and, and I can hear them but they can't right. hear me and I'm thinking this is what's going on but oh was and I sadly wrong so mistaken. when I heard that I said wait who was that and then she said yo this is old school so old school had called in too because if you're a subscriber to talk to you you have access to all that information about any upcoming live broadcast of our show that you can call into so if y'all are talk to subscribers definitely you know and it's free if you're not it. plug real quick yep it's uh, com. create your own little profile it takes about a minute and a half yep if and then that subscribe and subscribe to the, to the puff and sip show and you're bam right there yep and then you'll you'll be able to log in see any current episodes that are um down you know up for download and then also any upcoming episodes yeah, of our you'll show be invited to the live call. conference calls yeah so we're hoping anyway. that it's going to be available real soon but it was yes, excellent and then it old school offered a very wise um approach and perspective on a lot of the topics that we were talking about so it was really 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 good so yes. we're going to be doing more of those and i suggest maybe we make that like a regular segment maybe it's a monthly talk cast or whatever the word is conference call that we do um on different topics with different people um depending on the topic i think that would be really cool yep i agree all right cool so let's keep removing um we need to hit this crazy what if dear okay now <laughs> the what if it's been a couple of episodes i guess since i don't it's been anyway the what if that we last did or left you with was you left us with. <laughs> what if your partner had an accident and she lost or he lost uh his, his or her front teeth but refuse to get it fixed. Uh, uh, what uh. would you do? Well, people, this is puff talking. <laughs> <laughs> I am so. Oh, teeth are so important to me. Yeah. It's I am so teeth conscious. Like I'm looking in your mouth first. If your mouth is tore up. I'm sorry. I I can't do nothing for you. Now, if you just straight up just refuse it, it's not a money issue. It's not an insurance issue. You just either being lazy, don't want to go to the dentist. Right. Not because, you know, our legitimate fear or something like that. You just saying no, just be saying no. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm not going to be able to do it. I want somebody that takes pride in their appearance because I take pride in mine. And your front tooth missing, that's going to be a problem. I don't want no woman with looking like Leon Spinks. I, I go to kiss you and my tongue has slipped off through the 
through the crack through where the tooth is supposed to be. You talking, and every time you talk, I'm staring right in the crack of your mouth. Nah, I'm sorry. No. We, you, we gonna have problems. Well, you know what? I'm gonna have to give you a gift card to Dr. <laughs> What's our dentist's name? Um... <laughs> Whatever his name Dr. is, Dentist. Dr. Dennis, <laughs> and give you 30 days to use it. If <laughs> you don't use it in 30 days, I'm out. You're going to get another 30 days for your walking papers. Well, you know what? I think this is so funny because I, I happen to agree with you completely. <laughs> I can't do the front tooth missing. That is just so beyond what I could handle. Like, you know how there's that one aspect sometimes on somebody's face? And you just stare at it. Like oh, yeah. Have, like, a no face. doubt. Big nose or, or big a mole nose. on their face yeah. or something. You talking to them the whole time. That's exactly what you stare at. You ain't getting them no eye contact. <laughs> so, you know, I get distracted by that on a stranger. So, there is no way <laughs> that I would allow myself <laughs> to get distracted by some uh, missing object like a tooth. No, it's, yeah, it's just not. It's not going it's down. Go. It's got to go. So anyway, or it's got to come back. <laughs> <laughs> he ran holler at the fairy tooth. The yeah, tooth. That was a comical mm. what if. Mm-hmm. That was funny. Well, I'm glad we were on the same page with that. Oh, you ain't got no worries <laughs> over here. <laughs> All right. Well, we have um, another great topic. I, I gave Puff a choice <laughs> of a few topics, and she said, "Oh, I think either this one or this one." So I um, started this, working on get this one out of the way. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, you know, she's got a little nervousness about her, and I'm like, well, why? We're talking about lying. Hmm. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, we, we're we're talking about good old lies, y'all. I mean, and. The I think awful truth of it all is that at some point or another we've all lied, whether it was in a relationship or to a parent or absolutely to friend, coworker, confidant, whomever. We've all lied, absolutely. Um, but there are some of us, and and I, I don't I don't really include myself in this bunch who are like compulsive liars, compulsive, habitual. Psychotic liars, (laughs) (laughs) and um, yeah, there's some distinct areas of lying and liars. So we're gonna we're gonna delve into this because this is a psychological. See if y'all don't y'all if y'all haven't picked it up by now, we're up to episode like forty three. I I was a psych major, so I have a I have a bachelor's in psychology, and. While I may not re- re- you know, remember specific facts about theories per se, um, the, this is one of those areas that I'm fascinated about. So anyway, fair warning. So definition of a lie is a lie is a type of deception, deception in the form of an untruthful statement, especially with the intention to deceive others. Often with the further intention to maintain a secret, a reputation, protect someone's feelings, or avoid punishment. So, simply put, to lie is to state something that you know is not true. Okay. Okay? Yep. All right. Lies. Lies. 
you know, a song about life. I don't believe a word you say. Lars. That's the only part I remember that. It I was, don't know that song. It's a it was a white song, I believe. Oh but shit! You want to mix it up with a little rock and roll this time? Uh, Dedicated to Jesse. Who Jesse? Our listener in Kansas. Why we got to dedicate the live song to Jesse? Oh, <laughs> oh you said because it's a white song. That is. it's a rock and roll Jessie song. Jesse going to get you. She's going to be like, don't keep shouting me out because I'm white. Oh, <laughs> she said she can take it. Oh, that's why right. she do got tough skin. She said, I Yeah, I want to send it out, Jess. <laughs> nah. She might not even like rock and roll. Right, she might be one of those white, white women. I'm not going to call her girl. <laughs> white women that like. R&B Jill Scott oh. India Ivory And I know she rocking her head to Jay and Little Wayne You know why? Because <laughs> we can't have shit to ourselves Anyway Alright let's get it going baby Alright so types of lies And please chime in mm-hmm. Okay so we have a fabrication Dear we are not comfortable um, I am <laughs> I am so not comfortable a fabrication. Um, Do you need to get comfortable? No, I'll just be uncomfortable. Okay. It's a lie <laughs> um, that someone knows is not true, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not like a big deal. It doesn't really have any major consequence. Um, the dog ate my homework is an example of a fabrication. Or I did unplug the iron. So these aren't things that aren't really meant to hurt or harm or do anything, you know, um, Mm -hmm. I don't know what I'm trying to say. But anyway, fabrication. It's just like, it's like a level one lie. Then we got the bold face lies. Mm -hmm. This is when you just downright lying, (laughs) saying the exact opposite. Like, yeah, I went to work today. Knowing damn well your ass went to Atlantic City and you know spent your whole check at the casino. Mm-hmm. Bold face liar. Then we have lying by omission, where let's say example is a husband says to his wife, "Yes, dear, I, I just went. I, I I went to the store. Now I'm back home." But he leaves out the fact that after he left the store, he went and had sex with his other woman before he <laughs> came back home to his wife. So you're not lying in terms of adding any new additional information. You're just leaving, leaving out, out the important facts. Yes. Just watch the court. Oh shit. Let me get away <laughs> from the court. Hold on. People I'm getting away from the court. The lie to children. Now this is one thing I'm interested in. A good example of I want to get your opinion about it. Lie to children, dear. Mm-hmm. The stork brought you here. You want my my opinion now? Uh-huh. Well, you know, I don't believe in none of these children lies. Um, the, the Santa Claus lie, the stork brought you here, the Easter bunny, the tooth fairy, none of those. Um, and coming up, of course, I was pumped all those lies by, lie, I guess by so. all the adults because they're just flat out lies. They just, um, Christmas, the Santa Claus thing, I just feel that I, um, I work too hard and, you know, do my level best to provide the best for my son. And I just can't give the big fat white man in the red suit that's coming down the chimney that I don't have credit for that. Um, he he needs to know where his blessings come from, um, and it's not from the Santa Claus. Ain't no tooth. There's no tooth fairy. 
um, putting money under your pillow for your. T- I just shot all of those things down, and I think it had a, it has a, a lot to do with the fact like I grew up with all of those little lies or whatever from my mom and right. and the adults in my life. But then as I got older, and as my church started to do a transition and. In terms of holidays And we began to really study out the different holidays And you know Came to the conclusion that you know A lot of them are really like pagan holidays And man made and really wasn't Aligned with The bible and the scriptures And our biblical beliefs So that knocked out a lot of Oh well ain't no need of me spreading this Lie to the next generation To my child So it just I just Never, but you know, I still put the dollar under the pillow when the tooth comes out. But he clearly knows right. it's mom that them put that dollar under there. And we're joking. I'll be like, "Oh, tooth fairy mom was here," or you know, we still, you know, do the whole gift thing and some element of surprise at Christmas. But even though I've told him the truth behind this, you know, he in his mind he still thinks certain ways and all of that. So. So he knows the truth of it, and he know he just chooses to believe whatever he wants to believe. That reminds me. You remember a few years ago? I don't know how many years ago. The, the Santa Claus thing. Yeah, yeah. I went through all. Like I said, yeah, I went through all these great lists. Yo, so just to explain to y'all, um, to us here about how she doesn't teach or perpetuate those lie to children lies to her son. A few years ago, and she does all of that extremely well. Well, a few years ago, he just brought up the name Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> and he may have been, he may have been like in preschool. I think he was kind of young, like yeah. maybe kindergarten, but not older than that. But I think he may have been younger than that. Anyway, do you have any idea of his um, age at the I time? Thought it was a little, I thought it was about, yeah, maybe, maybe kindergarten. I thought it was like five, maybe. Maybe five or six, yeah. five. Anyway, yeah, so he, like, went into this whole explanation about how Santa Claus comes down the chimney in a red suit on Christmas Eve. And, and Puff, of course, having taught none of him this, is looking at him like, where do you get all this from? <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, it sounded like he wanted to believe it. Yeah, you know? I and mean, he had my side of it already. But somewhere along the line, he still got, you know, this fabricated story about mm-hmm. who Santa Claus is. And, you know, I questioned him. I was like, but you do know that I'm the Santa Claus and I'm buying a gift. And he was like, yeah, mm-hmm. But anyway, <laughs> Santa Claus comes down and ch- it was like, yeah, I hear you, but I'm still going to believe. Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> so, I don't know how much I completely agree with the way that you've done it. I mean, I think you've done it fine for you. But if I'm thinking if I were to have a child... Um, which probably won't happen at this point. But if I were to become a mom, or if I'm a mom now, I would definitely um, consider the Santa Claus thing. Maybe not all of that junk, because that gets a little overboard. But I might do the Santa Claus thing. I don't know. Because I just have such fond memories of that as a child. So, um, Hey, basically, at the end of the day, all the kid wins is the goddamn gift. They don't care who brought it down, if it came down the chimney, if it came in the front door, if an airplane dropped it on the roof. So, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I kind of felt that way, but I know for some kids, like my niece, she was so into the whole Santa Claus thing. Like, didn't want to stop believing it for anything. Anyway, um, 
an emergency lie. We're moving on to another category of lies. I have a couple more here. And that's a lie that somebody tells um, in a situation to avoid harm. So, like, if the person that's lying is maybe, um, has maybe just witnessed something horrific or is trying to avoid something horrific from happening, so will lie to prevent that person from being harmed. Mm-hmm. Got you got me right. Okay, so it's like an emergency situation. Then we have a lie that's like bu- bluffing. Um, that's another category where it's like you know that w- what you might do when you're gambling or wearing a poker face. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the promotion of lies, um, promotional lies, I guess I should say, and those are lies that are told. Um, because they are really exaggerated predictions of uh, some product on the market, like some <laughs> commercial. You'll love our product. It's like, how do you know? You know, <laughs> they lied. False advertisement. So, what do you think about all these categories? Do they make any difference at the end of the day? Um. Yeah, I think. Um, uh, you know, when you first just hear the term lie, you're like, you know, lying is never acceptable. Like, you should always be honest. And and for the most part, that is true. But, you know, like that category you said, emergency lie, where it may be a situation where you're lying to prevent harm to yourself or harm to someone right, else. Say like an abusive husband. Yeah, an abusive husband. Like for for right, his, his wife. wife. He's like, you see my wife and she, you know where she's at or she's right. hiding out. No, I'm not going to take no. I I ain't seen her in since the last time she was here two months ago. You know that's that's something totally different. I no, think that she's hiding in your closet. Right. I right. think that's that's acceptable, and that's and, and it's in time when a lie is warranted and, and needed. Um, but those categories, like uh, um, I'm I'm the I'm the bluffer. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm the big bluffer. I will because I bluff my kids all day long in, oh. in class, and you know how you gonna pack up and leave oh yeah, them. no damn well. <laughs> Puff ain't packing up, going nowhere unless I got me another job in my back pocket. You know what I'm saying? But you know it, I, I bluff them, but the, hey, that's what I have to do, and that's what works. And I guess in a sense, some of us bluffing, but at the end of the day, keep it up. This can, this will, and can be the end results. But when I throw it at them initially, like, oh, you go get suspended or you getting expelled, it's a bluff. So I see me in that um, category. Promotional lies, they should just not be acceptable under no circumstances. <laughs> it's just it's false advertisement. It's not right for, for, you know, people marketing in just the, this is the best product out there. This is the best car wax you won't need to wax your car for 10 years all those infomercial type junk they shouldn't be allowed like how do they get away with that i don't know how do they get to use the word best and all of all around the world well, and you know what? it's just it's, it's like, in a clause or it, it must be something they must have some legal protection because so if, if, if y'all are a lawyer anybody's a lawyer chime no in and let have us any, know you know because background i in saw this. Like on Food Network, like who said? Like if, if we could just say right here in Philly, the best cheese steak in the t- in the city. How, and how many? How many best cheese steaks in the city? And how many corner stores claim to have the coldest beer? The co- 
the coldest beer in town. Did you go around and measure <laughs> the temperature? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm going to get myself. <laughs> but no. That is true. Only in the goddamn hood. <laughs> Wait a minute. Coldest, I swear. Coldest beer in town. Only in the goddamn hood would you claim to have the coldest beer. And it's so true. All the little jaws, the coldest beer in town. Exactly. What is the coldest beer in town? And half the time when you buy, you got to bring it home and put it in the freezer. So obviously, it's not the coldest beer in town. So how do they get the market that? Right. How so anybody that? has any law background or might know, you know what the clause is. But what's even more interesting, and I think this is really false advertisement <laughs> and worthy of jail time, those cereal commercials. They use glue instead of milk. Now, I think they might have a loophole because they're not advertising the milk. They're advertising the cereal. So, what they put? They put, like, a combination of milk and some other styrofoam things. To make the cereal sit perfect. To make the cereal sit perfectly. Perfect in the bowl. Hold on. never get soggy. Yes. And then they have these stylists. They're food stylists. Yes, because I never get a burger the way it look on TV with the... Extra green lettuce hanging off the burger hanging off the side, and the cheese is always per- is always bigger than the burger, and and, and the French fries. Wait, wait, wait! <laughs> the goddamn French fries. When you know when you get your shit from McDonald's, they not all sitting straight up, and they none of them broke. They got all like at least six inch French fries, and they all perfectly organized. You're right. But that, you know what? That's speak against the law. As much as you know from your experience in these last almost forty years on earth, somebody still when they're looking at the menu in the um go by restaurant, the pictures, you damn skippy. You still say, Well, that looks good. Yeah, I mean like when you go to places like Don't believe the Red pictures. Lobster and Olive Garden and you know, they pretty much if they got a picture of the lasagna, that's what it's going to look like when it come out. Pretty much. But I'm, I'm, I'm like, much. But you like looking I'm at the like, friendly's picture. Yeah, that's just a little different. <laughs> <laughs> they supposed to look like that. That's when they do that old promotional and, and that old advertisement. Because they be looking real good on the menu. Then you get it. Yours is a half inch thinner. And the bread is smashed. <laughs> and the lettuce. It's the heart of the lettuce. It ain't the green part. It's yes. that hard part. And the tomato... It ain't Jersey tomato. So, yeah, I mean, I'll fall for the pictures. Oh, well. It does what, well, I guess it do what it's set out to do. It get me to order for that you, bullshit. it sure does. So, you be like, oh, look I at think that picture. That looks good. There's never an excuse for promotional lies. I don't, I just don't think there's ever an excuse for that. All right, all right. Um, what other areas were there? Um... Let's see. We did emergency lies, I yeah, think, sometimes. I didn't even talk I'm about not, I'm, I'm not big on the... You know, lie to children, lie by omission. Um, very easy to do. Um, and I don't really know. I mean, it's a lie. It's a lie. I think it's just withholding the truth. I don't think it's a lie because what what you're putting out is true. Like you said, yeah, I did go to the store, but I didn't tell you I was out there after 20 minutes smoking a blunt. Then I came back. So it's not like I didn't lie. I just withheld information from you. So, um, I guess in terms of Honesty, because lie is a lack of honesty. So is it? It kind of under that gray. It's a lie. Umbra. It's a lie. Hold, withholding information, right. but it's not something that you've voiced and right. and said so. Right. 
um, lying by omission is very easy to do if yeah. you're trying to um, withhold information. For sure, for sure. All right. Well, check this out. An extreme uh-huh. case of lying. Um, psychiatrists call pseudologia fantastica. Mm-hmm. <laughs> A piss. And that is basically, <laughs> you know, for these people who are really intensive compulsive liars yeah and there's a whole there there have been studies done about this there's a whole like you know field of study around the psychology of telling lies and how a lot of people who lie habitually are lying not because they just like lying Mm -hmm. but because they have a more deep-rooted psychological issue that you know keeps them um in a place where they feel like they have to make stuff up because either their life isn't good enough as it is Mm -hmm. so they're adding in insignificant facts now i remember doing this a bit when i was very small and i haven't done it thank god and i think but i think as a youth as kids we we do do, that's like a part of childhood and a part of growing up where i would just just I just remember lying about, about dumb, dumb stuff, stuff like yeah. what I have for dinner the yeah, night before. And I, I, yeah, or I went somewhere. Kids or, do it all the time. Or, right. What I got for Christmas. And you might have had a, a great Christmas, but you to add on some extra shit like that you know good and well you didn't get. And it was right. just. But they're done to make you. Make you look good or right, appear to, make, to be someone or something that you're not. Right. Possess something that you really don't have. Yeah. To be accepted, so to speak, or feel like. I think when you do that, you're looking for some type of validation right. from whoever that you're telling these right. lies to. Or and that you have a sense of importance about uh, you right. that you don't feel that you, feel you that have you really without, had, that right, without that information. And like I said, as a child, I think that all children go through this stage at some point. And it's, but at some point, you kind of wing away from it and grow out of it. But then there are very a whole lot of people that don't. And I think as a being a child it's ex- you kind of it's acceptable when you get into your adulthood and you still doing this this bullshit and i guess i can't call it bullshit because it's a real it's i guess a issue. disorder or an issue or whatever but um i've had some really like hands-on experience with this type of person that is just a habitual and compulsive liar where like they will lie about like the color socks they had on today for no apparent reason. It's just like you know, shouldn't breeze. Yeah, I had on such and such, and I wear red socks today. And no damn well you didn't even wear no socks at all. And it's like, what are you getting out of this? Just lying over like dumb stuff like that. It wouldn't matter one way or the other with me, but for whatever reason you felt felt the need to lie about it, it just would drive me absolutely crazy because I would just be sitting there wondering how big is the next lie going to be right what is the next one going to be what is you know but usually it has roots in something that's pretty significant like that the person doesn't feel um you know validated without the information or significant enough or important enough or confident enough but that you you have to in any way you can big or small paint a picture of yourself to people so that you you know appear to them your goal is to appear to them to be either you know more of those things yeah. more significant more important and i guess i, I don't so, know i don't I mean, know i think it's i think it's sad i, yeah, I feel it bad is sad for people who habitually lie yeah. i really do 
Um, and I remember a friend of mine, I think I told you this a few years ago, uh, we were talking about New Year's resolutions. She lives in D.C. <laughs> and she and I are like phone buddies. You know, yeah, this, this is craziness. We've met a couple times in person, but for the most part, we, we initially met online. Never had any kind of romantic thing of any kind, but has always just been, you know, she's a lesbian and just have always been good buddies to just talk to. And I haven't spoken to her in a while. Mm-hmm. It's been It's been months. I should call her. Anyway. What's up, DC friend, if you listen in? <laughs> Shit, you got issues. Anyway, um, oh, the sound waves aren't, ain't looking good. Um, yeah, so she says at the uh, close of one year into the next, she was we were on the phone and she said, you know what, Sip? Um, I need to stop all this damn lying. <laughs> Yo. Like, oh, okay, that's your resolution? Like oh, okay. I would be so like that just would have I would like my mind just would have went question every I so yeah. Sh- and because this isn't somebody that I can say that I know extremely right. well. I mean, how well can you know someone that you've had like just as a friendly phone buddy for, you know, five, six years. <laughs> right. But so I was like going back in my head like well I wonder how well I really know her I wonder what she's been lying about does she really live in D.C. <laughs> does she really have a girlfriend does she really work in whatever the field does she, she really she was in? flip those properties and yes. like all this big make she big was, money and, yes, you know. she was like balling well that she might be because she was an Ivy Leaguer did she really go to that Ivy League school? <laughs> she went to community. Yeah. She went to community. And so, that, don't get me wrong. It's nothing wrong if you go to community. Keep going. Push your way through. But we talking about something altogether different. But we talking about somebody who, you know, yeah. talked about the Ivy League education. So, I'm like, that's just so interesting And now your New Year's resolution is I'm going to stop all this damn lying. True. So, I, I just. I'm surprised you didn't ask any questions. I guess it caught you off guard because nobody who does that. It caught me so <laughs> off guard, and I didn't feel like I had a right to kind of like, I don't know. I didn't want to get specific. It was mm-hmm. like I, I really didn't know what to do. Maybe if we were closer friends or whatever, I would have felt a little more inclined. So anyway, so yes, there are several people <laughs> um, who suffer of this. Millions probably, but a couple that Puff and I know. Yep. Aren't we privileged? <sighs> so anyway, um, questions that we want that I thought we would tackle about lying, um, and the other one, the, the first one here actually is one that we already kind of ju- addressed. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone lies, mm-hmm. and I think that's true. I don't think that I think that's just a given. Let's see. So that's number one. That's not really a question. <laughs> number two, um, is being in the closet lying? Well, <clears throat> I guess um, because lying is is it's not just bam lying definition fits all cases for everything. I think it depends on what one's motive is. Um, in terms of, do I think lying being in the closet is lying? Um, no, I don't think it's lying. I think if it's if lying by omission. Yeah, absolutely. 
Absolutely. Because I'm not really not saying anything, but I guess if I'm not saying anything, yeah, I, I would definitely put it underneath that category. So, hey, call it what it is. No, I, th- I think that's what it is. And yeah. I mean, it, I think it's interesting because um, I brought this up on my solo podcast, so maybe I'll get your opinion on this. Um, I'm possibly reconnecting with an old friend, the one that I said might be a stalker. Mm-hmm. Turns <laughs> out, y'all, she is so not a stalker. She hasn't emailed me since that one day. <laughs> she emailed her one day and somebody to paint her out to be the stalker of all times. Yeah, and because I'm just a little unsure. I don't really know how to be make friends. Well, that's you're not going to make friends like that. You yeah. see somebody, I mean, to me, like, to not have contact with someone for over 20 years that you had contact with, if she decided to ask you 20 questions, that's just one question per year. Like, you know, it's like, I haven't seen you in 20 years so much. You were a child. Like, yes, we why children. would I not shoot back all these questions and wanting right. to know and you're right. Now, if I did it every day for the next 30 days, then uh, you know what? Now, in the first four or five days, you got the gist of where I've been, what I've been up to. I don't, you know, if it goes on and it's a little excessive, that's different. But, I mean, you're not going to make friends if you, if the red flag goes off that easily, <laughs> that fast. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, my question about this whole lying in the closet thing, right? So... If I'm reconnecting with her and we might, I don't know, decide to do lunch or something one day mm-hmm. or meet halfway and do something or talk on the phone, at what point do I out myself to her? Because I'd like to do that. Like, I don't okay. want any new friends in my life that you have that, to someone be in the closet with. Yes. It's like, I got enough right. motherfuckers mm-hmm. in my life already. So, and I feel you on that. And um, I don't want to lie. And I don't want her. And if she's a homophobic. Fucker. Then absolutely it's been twenty years. Yeah, I don't need um, you. As I said on, I think on our conference podcast or talk cast, um, I don't think I am not the person to, if I reconnect with someone or even meet new people, rather they're straight, gay, or what have you, that I would immediately identify my sexual my sexuality. For one, because as I said on there, when I was a heterosexual. When I met someone, I didn't say, hi, this is Puff, and I'm a heterosexual. So I'm not going to say, hi, this is Puff, I'm a lesbian. Um, as I said yesterday, my it, it does that does not validate me. But um, because you are reconnecting or possibly establishing new friendships, I think there will be opportunity for it to come up because I'm sure at some point you may talk about relationships or are you married or are you with someone. And then at that at that time, I think it would be appropriate to say, well, no, I'm not exactly married, but, you know, this is where, or this is, you know, at that point. Right. If it comes up. And if it doesn't, and that, that's your choice. To bring it up. To bring it up or to not bring it up. Right. Because actually, we went back and forth in email about maybe four or five times within a like, 24-hour period. Mm-hmm. And so, in one of her little questions, she kind of said... Because I said, you know, not married, don't have kids, you know, went to school here. Just kind of gave her like a quick rundown. And so when she responded, she said, she asked, oh, are you sure, you know, marriage and kids aren't in your future? And I was like, would this have been, is this the time? 
<laughs> me probably I probably would have took that oppor- I probably at that point would have took the opportunity and been like um no or maybe because blah, 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 or what have you right but instead I just responded with or I'm like I'm not missing out on anything because I'm very much I'm happily. sure I'm sure I'm sure that you know definitely no kids and that was she, you know she didn't touch it again so I don't know if she kind of got the hint maybe or not but anyway I, I don't want to continue lying um you know ad nauseum to all these people and I definitely don't want any new people added in the scene so very interesting so I also had as a point for us to talk about our experiences with liars and lying ourselves so is there anything that you want to share I've already talked about my DC buddy do you want to share anything about either experiences that you had with lying yourself or um you know, people that you've known in your life that have lied, etc. Oh, it's well. I, I was just talking about an individual that you know is really compulsive with it, and um, sometimes I would just you know call them right on it. Like I ain't for this bullshit today. I ain't for the fairy tales and the you know long drawn out stories. And I would just you know call them on it. And then sometimes I would just let the individual just get lost in their little. Now, for most of the times that you guys were talking, well, there there were plenty of times where y'all were in person, but when you were on the phone, is was there a way that you could tell that something was untrue? I mean, yeah, just the nature of what was being said, the people involved, uh, it's like... Didn't sound feasible. Yeah, not feasible. I know better than this. And then, like, you know, perhaps the person would be around and the whole tone would change and it was, you know, something totally different. Maybe that person should be like a writer or an author or something I to don't create. Because there is probably a need. I'm, I'm thinking. I'm, I'm. I'm trying to be very not sarcastic, but like very like people need to funnel their imagination and their creativity into a very productive thing. So if this person has a need, or if liars, not not even that person. But if you have a need to lie and to make up all kinds of things, maybe it's that you need to create a whole world like a book or poetry or a play so that you can have that control because it is a sense of control I mean, they don't have time to create a book <laughs> or a play because they too busy lying about the opportunities they already got <laughs> I mean, they, are, they already go to Hollywood and they are you know they already got 412 jobs you know so you know <laughs> But I, I, I totally understand what you're saying that, that writing could possibly be, you know, it could be outlet an, it could an be event an outlet. for them to put all that imagination to work without. Because the more I think about it, the more I think about people who are habitual liars are like creating their own yeah. worlds where people are doing things that they really aren't doing. It's almost like writing a book where yeah. you're creating characters. Yeah, I guess so. Maybe it's just get them a journal and a pen and <laughs> say go for it. A little, <laughs> instead, a little Xanax. Of, instead of calling me or whatever, just go on and write in your journal and make it the number one seller. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. I'm seeing here like body language. Um, yeah, I definitely can. Body language is very readable with a liar. So. They uh, definitely 
will not give you any will avoid eye contact if you don't believe I am a firm believer uh, if you get some eye co- contact out of someone that you can you can pretty much read if they're lying or not um, one thing that I found really interesting is in you know kind of how to detect if someone's lying or not uh-huh. is that people who are lying tend to touch their face their throat and their mouth hmm. they tend to like touch different parts of their face you know their either ears <laughs> their nose they're kind of like you know maybe scratch their neck you know all around their face their head but they're not likely to touch their chest or their heart with an open hand because that's where honesty supposed right, to be. Right, because that's <laughs> something that, that comes from an honest place. And people, for the most part, have that same language that they tell with their bodies. Mm-hmm. So I found that very, very interesting. So watch where you put your hands, dear. Whatever. <laughs> um, other, other ways to detect if someone is lying or not is, um, let's say you're talking to a kid and you know the kid took the last cookie Mm -hmm. you say Johnny you took that cookie and Johnny says I did not take that cookie so it's like he just turns it right back to you rather than saying something like no I really didn't take it I really didn't take it it's like he's he's just repeating you yeah because that is sort of the best way to respond um that's how liars tend to respond. Another thing is that there's a whole... Th- there's so much. I just only yeah, cut, and I and paste it, cut, cut and paste it a little bit. Sometimes um, liars get very, very defensive. Yeah. Very, uh, you know, they'll pick something real stupid out of the conversation to focus on as opposed to focus on the fact that, no, we're dealing with the lie here and not the fact that... Uh, I woke you up at 2 o'clock to deal with. You know, it's always yes. trying to divert the focus from off the main issue at hand. Right. Um, what else here? Um, oh, this was really funny. Of course, liars tend to turn away from you because they don't want to have that eye contact. Mm-hmm. But then they also might unconsciously place objects between you and the person. <laughs> <laughs> they might actually put a book up or some type of barrier between you mm-hmm, yeah. um, to kind of block. <laughs> it's very, very interesting. There's this whole psychology of lying. So what are your experiences with lying in, in a relationship? Or do you want me to go? Well, uh, you can go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um... Let's see. I was I was lied to habitually. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad I can laugh about it now. Um, but I was very much lied to for a long time. And there's something very interesting about lying because it's almost like, for me, I think I was very um, <clears throat> unsure of myself and very dependent on the relationship that I was in at the time. That I really didn't want to believe that the person was was lying. So even though I almost knew that there were lies being told to me, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I almost wanted. I, I I wanted to believe. No, almost. I wanted to believe that the person was somehow that this was. This has got to be true. Like, please don't be. <laughs> so I was in this very strange state of denial about all kinds of things. About you know what he was saying to me because this was a guy at the time um about where he was about who he was with about you know his fidelity and that was really the the gist of it it was all about his fidelity and the fact that he was you know like screwing around on me big time and I was so um not wanting to hear it you know um although I would ask him as if I wanted to hear it but I really didn't want to hear it and so I almost helped him lie to me because mm-hmm. I, I was so I was in such a sense of denial um, but you carry on baggage so like for me I was lied to so much by him and by others that when I got into my next relationships plural that it was almost like I was almost expecting or not expecting but I was very fearful that that next person in my life would lie to me too. Like it was almost like I was trying to have this pattern of being in relationship with people that would just lie to me, you know, and be whatever unfaithful and ha- so it took it took a long time for me to like break my own cycle of bullshit <laughs> when it came to what I really felt like I deserved in a relationship. So, ugh been a long time coming so how about you were you you lied to or were you the liar both now I've been a liar too so let me paint that other picture too because in my relationship with crazy girl from New York who has also become (laughs) an infrequent character in these podcasts (laughs) um, at one point towards the end of my relationship with her which I don't know lasted oh gosh not too long. Four months, maybe? Four I'll, months, too It many. wasn't six months, and it wasn't quite three. Between somewhere around there. Anyway, under six months. Um, Puff and I started to sleep with one another again. Um, we were back and forth quite a bit. But during my time um, with Crazy Girl in New York, I tried, I tried to stay faithful. I really did. But I wanted to maintain a friendship with Puff. Um, so I actually, you know... Um, gave in to Puff um, maybe the last month that I was with her before I actually broke it off does that sound about right mm-hmm. um, I guess it may have been shorter than that because so for that last month I was lying to the crazy girl in New York <laughs> about um, my whereabouts at times about my contact with Puff yo I never told you this I almost got so caught because we used to voicemail was huge for Puff and I we left endless messages for each other well it just so happens that the crazy girl New York and I we weren't into the voicemail thing as much as you and I were Mm -hmm. but we did use our voicemail pagers to leave each other occasional messages Mm -hmm. yo one day this is when I was creeping with Puff but I was still with crazy girl New York I called Crazy Girl in New York's voicemail. And left a message for me. And left a message for Puff, but not using Puff's name. But I called her Boo, which I never, ever, 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 ever did. 
And she called me like later She was like That didn't sound like that message was left for me You said boo I was like no I didn't What are you talking about Of course it was for you <laughs> I was probably talking You know Hand was probably all rubbing my face My eyes my ear You know <laughs> Throwing up the book in my face I probably had every telltale sign That we're talking about um, About a liar but Oh my gosh and I know she didn't believe me mm-hmm. But I never Fessed up to it Never ever fessed up to <laughs> the fact that I cheated on her With you um, The only thing I did Was that I admitted that I still had feelings for you And that I really You know it really wasn't fair to her To be with her when I still really loved And cared for you so much So that was my reason for breaking up And all of that but I never admitted To the actual physical Relationship that we had So I, I lied and it was not fun Not fun But I didn't get caught either well, I've been on both sides of it. I've been lied to, and I've done the lying. Um, lied to, and actually, I would venture to say I, it. I was lied to first, which ushered me into becoming the liar. I, I was hurt first, basically. Um, fucking around with them damn men. No, <laughs> no, I'm not gonna man bash. I'm not gonna man bash. Cause don't I do it. No, I don't. I don't hate men. They're just not for me sexually. You know, they're good friends and all that, but that's it. Big brothers and all that kind of stuff. But anyway, um, was in, puff dog? <laughs> yeah, that kind of stuff. <laughs> um, was in a um, relationship like forever. I, he was my first, and you know, we was, you know, all these old crazy plans. The, get married he went in the army and all that good stuff right we talked about him and i should have cheated yeah and you know he ended up basically when he came home from boot camp or wherever he was at in the army sleeping with my then best friend so that just like violated and on everything you know it was some lying going on back and forth until they you know eventually I i have another question about that eventually stopped lying and you know upfront and honest about it so after i got hurt you know, I started doing the same destructive behavior, um, cheating, lying about my whereabouts, just being real, real disrespectful. And that that kind of carried on for a little bit because it, it was baggage and I like carried it to each relationship after that with the few guys that I was dating after him. That it's like I went in like, I'm, I'm going to get you because I was just expecting... Oh, this is what all guys do, and I'm just waiting for the hurt. But I'm gonna get you before you get me, so to speak. Um, after you know, kick the guys to the curb, finish with them. Same thing on with with women. Been lied to. Have certainly done my share of lying. Um, it's not. It's not good. It ain't not even worth it because in the end, the lies usually come out. And it does more damage or double the damage of whatever the, whatever you were trying to cover up or whatever for every reason why you were lying. So the best thing, be honest, deal with the hurt or whatever, the consequences, just be honest from the get-go. Because lying is no fun. And I don't, under, I, the habitual liars, I, I, I tip my hat to you because you got to keep up with that bullshit. You lie about one thing, you got to lie, tell a lie to cover that lie. Before you know, you'd have got a whole circus of lies, 
And you done forgot the first lot that you started with. So you right. almost got to script that bullshit right. if you want to keep it flowing. So to those professional liars that know how to do it, you know, what goes around comes around. And your day is coming. Right. I mean, I know that there have been times where, like, I've, you know, said something to, in ways, mask the amount of time that Puff and I spend together. So, like, with my family, for example. So, you know, I might say that, you know, we stayed in separate hotel rooms. Or I might say that we, that I was somewhere else. But when, in fact, I remember I used to use my best friend as an excuse a lot. Mm Mm-hmm. That she and I were spending time together. And so I would actually call her and say, look, don't, just in case it, it pops right. up, I'm with you today. And she was like, oh, this bullshit ain't going to go on too much longer. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't go through those lengths anymore. But it, it, is, it is. It takes work. And I think it kind of takes its toll on you, mm-hmm. too, emotionally, mentally, to keep up with all of those lies that you told and to try to remember what you've told people. What you told this person, what you t- when you said, man, you be fucked up. Oh my gosh. But then the other day, when um, your sister was in my car, mm. she was like, How was New Year's Eve? <laughs> like, oh damn, like thinking, what did Puff tell her? Because, you know, we're not out at the, out to the point where we are. S- telling people we going to the lesbian club this weekend. No, y'all can't come. Oh yeah, especially plus she, we was supposed to be. She thought we was going to hang out with her anyway. Right. right. <laughs> so it was like, oh, it was real cool. Yeah, like next. <laughs> so I don't know, but it's just it takes too much work, and it is so not worth it. Um. I have up here lying in relationships. Is it ever okay? I, I I really can't think of a time when it's okay. I mean, I know that there are some people use that always that that excuse like if I try on a pair of uh, jeans. Oh no! And I and, and I say, do I look fat? If if they don't look right, you need to be told. <laughs> and right. I'm not saying telling it. I mean, it's a way to do things with, you know. A little tack or whatever. Right. I ain't it's, saying it's, hurt people, you know, hurt your significant other's feelings or anything like that. But if don't nobody else be honest, you should be honest. Or I'm supposed to be honest. You know what I mean? Like, right, I'm not gonna right. have you go out looking crazy uh-uh. for the sake of sparing your feelings because your feelings gonna get hurt when you go out. Because people gonna be looking at you like, what the fuck? They gonna be looking at me like, what the fuck was you thinking? That you let her come out like that? Because that's what I often do. If I'm we out and I see uh, it's either crazy. a group of people or somebody crazy and they with somebody else, I'm like, ain't no way under the fucking sun they would be out with me looking like that. Yep. I'm gonna tell you, you look crazy. You ain't trying to change. Guess what? I holler at you. Uh, maybe we'll meet up, but we ain't together. Somebody <laughs> lied to so, you. I mean, I guess I have difficulty, though, with strangers. Like, I've gotten this, you know, it's been an occasional experience. Maybe I'm in a dressing room, and a woman in, a, in like, the dressing room next to me is out in a little hallway area trying on something. And it really doesn't look right on her. And she it's might so kind of say, opinion. yeah, like, well, what do you think? And I might say, ah, you know. Mm. You know, I don't say, oh, it looks great when it looks terrible, but I won't actually, like, give her enough <laughs> so, information. So, what if somebody just had a baby and their baby ugly? And they be like, <laughs> oh, I will not say that baby's cute. I'll be like, oh, precious. Look at him. 
precious baby. Look at her with her little self. Looking just like her mommy. Look at her toes. Yeah, you find something to look at besides that face. Because, you know, sometimes some babies got a face only a mama could love. Yeah. But, you know, beside Barbara, I always wondered, and I ain't lying, I have always wanted this all my life. Those unattractive or, you know, not so blessed children that come out not looking too great. Yes. Do the parent really think they ugly or cute for on a real? Well... Use your personal example. Your sister, one of her kids. <laughs> yes. Before I knew them, but that my boy, little nephew, he looked like ET when he came out. His first of all, his head was so long; it was just long. It just would not stop coming. He had the biggest jug head. You know, his skin was kind of wrinkly. He looked like an nice old. He looked like an old man. He's a cute And my man. mom went in the room with my sister when she had him, and my mom was like, "My mom was like, oh." And my sister was like, "What's wrong? What's wrong?" She was like, "Oh no, he's ugly." <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, that's our friend. She was like, "He is. Oh no, is my baby going to change or whatever?" But he's handsome now, so. I guess some mother do know. No, you know what? He really, his head, it was his head. It was like a big gumdrop. It was just so, he had like one of the hook back heads. The back of it was extra long. Well, you know, my nephew, my oldest nephew, he did not come out cute at all. (laughs) My mom, I was in college, and my mom FedExed me pictures because it was a big deal. It was the first Mm -hmm. grandchild, you know, my first niece or nephew. My sister was um, giving birth. And so as soon as they told me she was going to labor, I said, Mom, take your Polaroid camera Mm -hmm. and FedEx me. So she did. She FedExed me pictures. I got them the next day. And, yo, he was an ugly little baby. But within two weeks and today he was the cutest toddler of all four of my nieces and nephews he bar none absolutely gorgeous when he was like six like three months his whole his whole look changed but yeah if i'm seeing somebody's kid and they look a hot mess yeah i'll i'll comment on their outfit (laughs) oh look at the little teddy bear oh (laughs) not the teddy bear Ooh. Oh, look at his little head! You know, it's just it's it's easy with a, with a kid, yeah. with, with, with a baby, with these adults out here looking a hot mess. That's hey, this is my fiance. You be like, oh hey, how you doing? When they turn, they leave. Yo, she was ugly as shit. Or but just to each not, his own, ugly, really unattractive, ugly just not put together right, or but just got on all the wrong, wrong stuff, stuff or wrong too much makeup, makeup, stinky perfume, bad weave, not a good hair, Front wrong style, oh shit, <laughs> wrong style of clothes, you know, some up underneath the booze when it shouldn't have been, you know, just something crazy. So, and I just think honesty is always best. <laughs> to be tactful too. Yeah, tactful. Yeah. And sometimes I cannot be tactful yeah, at all. Yeah, so sometimes Puff has a bit of an issue with the tact of it all. But, you know, that's what I'm here for. Yeah, I guess. Uh, you know, be tactful with it. Alright, so we'd love to hear your experiences on uh, lying. Either as being lied to or as the liar. Who, me? 
No, I'm talking to the person. I'm just talking. I just Because <laughs> you just paused and was staring at me like you was waiting for a response. I'm staring at you because you turned up the damn Heineken like a whole beer was going to appear. I, I keep thinking there's more in there. It's just going, dear. It's going. You know, I used to never like Heineken's, but throw some lemon up in there. Try to tell us. Try they to tell right. you. Told you what to do. I can't drink it without lemon, though. Right. Anyway, yes. If you would like to share yes. any of your relationship experiences, who me? And it doesn't shut up. <laughs> and I'm going to even go one step further because people, it's January the 11th, and we need nine more new callers or nine more emails. Yeah. So you can comment on anything you like. If you like to comment on lying and relationships, that's fine. Labels, gender, music, whatever it is, a palm, any old thing. <laughs> the puff and sip show, what we doing, you like, what you don't like, what Heineken, you wanna add. Thumb drinks, up, thumb down. Clothes, styles, pictures on our site, any old thing. We'll take any old kind of comment. But uh on the real, let's get those nine more people in. Yes. So the what if is that where we're going? Yes, dear. What if what if did we do the tattoo thing? Yes. Oh shit. Yeah, we did the tattoo thing. Mm-mm-mm. Well, can we push pause? Because it's gonna be a whole bunch of gap in here. Alright, so uh ahead throw out that what if. Um I'm going a little domestic here. You and your wifey, of course y'all living together and as always everything is all peaches and cream, so to speak. But what if your wifey can't cook, but she always up in the kitchen trying to cook? You know, like what the, you trying she, to say? I ain't trying to say nothing. Cause when, like she get home before you, you know, by the time you get home, dinner is always already done, and you be like, shit, and you just what? Do you tell her? Do you hurt her feelings? Do you just go on and tell her not to cook tonight? You got it. What do you do if your wifey can't cook but always in the goddamn kitchen mixing some shit up? What do you do? I don't know. Alright. That's it. Mm. Do you lie? <laughs> no. Alright. Do you be honest? Be eating some burnt shit every night? Oh, baby, this is the bomb. It ain't done. Feed it to the dog. You just go on a diet. <laughs> Tell your wifey, I ain't eating tonight. I'm on a diet. I'm on that cleansing thing. <laughs> Lemon water, cabbage <laughs> water, and cabbage. So, that's good. so, what do you do? Yeah. Well, people, we've done it again. We'll see y'all on the flip side. Talk, she better get that shit together and get our live talk cast up because that's the shit. And I also want to say that I did my my solo John. I need yes. to get that up and on up and running. Just I guess, relaxing. Um, yeah, just relaxing. I'll get it on there. You Until me, then, you will give it to me and I can put it on. Sure, whatever, tomorrow. whatever floats your boat, baby. All right, alrighty. We're gonna play a little Joe for y'all. Stutter, stutter. Enjoy.